This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The Department of Agriculture says the outbreak of avian flu poses serious challenges and has impacted the supply of eggs in some regions of the country. Um, the minister in the department has met with the retailers yesterday to discuss the impact of avian flu in the country. The meeting followed a previous discussion held with the South African Poultry Association last Friday. The minister is on the line. Um, good morning to you, ma'am, and thank you so much uh, for your time. Good morning, Titi, and your listeners. I thought Mkari was going to be on the line. Too. I beg your pardon? <laughs> I'm saying I thought Mkari was going to be on the line. Oh, no, no, I no. I hope he is. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning. So let, let's start firstly with the engagement that you had with the South African Poultry Association, which I imagine would have given you a, a sense of just how serious this uh, outbreak is. Yes. Thank you very much, um, Chichi and your listeners, I think it's important for me as a background to indicate that avian flu is not new to South Africa, no globally. It happens cyclic, you know, cyclical, and you have seen uh, probably some few months and a year later we had banned poultry from the European market because mm. of the same disease. We have also stopped imports in certain uh, areas before. So I'm just giving this... A- Oh dear. Uh, ma'am, uh, Minister, can I ask you to move around? We are losing you there. Oh boy, that's a line is sounding terrible. Let's just try and dial the minister and get the minister back on the line then. Speaking to the Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Togo Titiza, uh, talking about this avian flu which, uh, according to the department, now poses serious challenges and has impacted the supply of eggs um, in some regions um, in the country. So we're just trying to get her back uh, um, on a line. Um, yeah, it sounds as if everybody now has got a story to tell about, uh, um, you know, struggling to uh, to get eggs. So, yeah, here we've got the, let's see if the line is better. Uh, I hope you can hear us. Uh, at least I hope you have you back on a better line. Ma'am, good, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I think you got cut off. You were just you had just uh, um, finished uh, explaining that uh, this is not um, an unusual occurrence that we've been here before. Um, but uh, it seems as if uh, this time around the impact uh, seems to be a lot more serious. Yes, it is. Let me indicate that uh, what is um, you know the impact now is that the strain that we are dealing with is new in our South African context mm. because all along we've had challenges of N5 like we had in March in Western Cape and some parts of KZN. What we are seeing in the Gauteng and in the interior provinces like Pumalanga and Limpompo is the H7, which is actually a new strain, mm. and the rate at which is spreading, it's a bit fast. As we speak now, from the side of uh, Sapo, we've got about 64 facilities that are affected. And largely, the facilities that are affected are those that are producing breeding stock for table eggs and layers, as well as some broilers, even though with the broiler it's very limited. That's why you will find that a lot of challenge has been on the egg side.
Mm. Now, in fact, that's what I was uh, trying to understand is that why is it that seemingly it's uh, having an impact only on the, the supply of eggs? I mean, what is happening to the supply of chickens? Well, the supply of chickens at the moment, we don't have a problem, mm. partly because there are not many facilities that are producing broilers that are affected. Mm. But secondly, we actually import uh, chickens. So that's why you would not find that there is a stress around uh, chickens, for instance. But on layers, that's where the challenge is because a number of birds that were affected are what we call parent stock, meaning those are the parents that produces the chicken Mm. that lay the eggs. So if those are affected, then it means you are going to have fewer numbers Mm. of uh, layer chickens that Mm. actually produce your eggs and therefore it will affect the volumes Mm. that you will necessarily have. How are we responding to this? I mean, particularly this shortage of eggs. Well, I think first and foremost, it's about ensuring that we limit the spread. What we then do, we actually quarantine those farms that are affected. We advise farmers to make sure that they really improve their biosecurity so that they do not spread from one facility to the other. So that in that way, you contain the numbers of facilities that would be affected. Secondly, we are looking at importing, and therefore from our side as government, it's really fast-tracking the import permits for those who would like to import table eggs as well as importing fertilized eggs so that they can start to produce your breeding stock. Is this a temporary measure? I mean, what what is the current uh, uh, regime in terms of uh, um, importing of eggs? Well, it depends on the jurisdiction Mm. where a person may be importing. We've actually been speaking to our SADC member states so that those who have the capacity to export to us can actually prepare themselves for that. Other, you know, companies are looking at other jurisdictions where they've been importing, such as Europe or even in the Americas, which will mean your USA and Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current shortages, ma'am, I mean, how long are we anticipating that this will last? How long before we actually see um, a return to some, some sort of normality? Well, I cannot say with certainty, mm. but we're looking at a horizon between two to six months. Mm. And what we've been advising also, you know, it's what I heard earlier on one of your colleagues talking about rationing. Mm. Because part of the problem is that when you stockpile and start rationing, you also impact the natural flow of Mm. the commodity that you are having. And you can, by default, cause an unnecessary scarcity. Yeah, and I mean, also the the, the challenge that comes with this uh, shortage of uh, or this uh, scarcity is that uh, people now start to charge all, uh, you know, whatever price they, they feel like. I mean, such is the market demand, you know, um, dictates that uh, the price will go up if there's high demand. Precisely. That's one of the concerns which I actually raised yesterday with the retailers, because that actually, once you have scarcity, it actually impacts on the prices that consumers will find at the shop floor. And as you know that even 
last year when we had such a, a challenge, mm. we actually used some of our trade instruments working with the Minister of Trade and Industry to ensure that we lower the tariffs and we can have more imports coming in in order to manage our, you know, local demands, but also ensure that it does not lead to price hikes. Mm. Okay. So in what we're doing now, though we're having these interventions that are looking at immediate, but also we're working with the Minister of Trade and Industry in assessing and being able to use any trade instrument if there is a need to do so. Duly noted. Uh, Minister, thank you very much for coming on. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Titi. That's the Minister of uh, Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development, Togo Didiza. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.